Papa loves mambo. Mama loves mambo. Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are freaking booksmen. Through and through. The four booksmen of the apocalypse. That's us. We're two of them. And the other two are our evil twins. Jim and Jom? <laughs> yeah. Jim and Jom. What's a, what's, a, what's, a, what's a name that rhymes with the Tom? Tom, Som. Jim and Clom. Clom's not a name. <laughs> uh, Som? Clom's more of a... Som? Salm, Solomon, <laughs> Tim and uh, Jim and Solomon. <laughs> oh boy, Tim, we're gonna. Uh, I don't know if you've mentally prepared yourself because there's a new Animal Crossing game out. Can you please explain to me what Animal Crossing is? First off, let me explain though that two of the characters are named Timmy and Tommy. So really, so yeah, you're about to get inundated. <laughs> we're both about to get inundated with people pointing this out to us. All I see They're both raccoon. Are... They're little raccoon boys like us. Really? All I see uh, on my uh Twitter, I mean aside from things about <laughs> terrible things that are happening in the world, um are uh you know like uh release Animal Crossing early. Has it been released? By the time this comes out, yeah, it will have been. By the while we're recording this, it's about 3 hours from release. Should I buy it when it comes out? It might not be a bad idea because I, so I haven't really played it ever, but from what I understand, it's essentially like a very cute life simulator and very mm. easy to get lost in. And there's no like bad guys, no villains, no fighting. It's just like you're on an island and you build a house for yourself but at first your house is just like a tent but then like you build up a town on this island and you like visit your neighbors and talk to them and like you make a garden for yourself and you make your home nice like it's it's very much about like decorating your personal space wow i like this so far it's a very very chill game from what i understand chill wow. chill but engrossing so actually like perfect for the times we're in right now yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I am in a hundred percent, and I will be buying this game. Yeah, go watch like a video review of it or something. And uh, yeah, I will not. <laughs> all right, just give them your money. See if tell me what to do. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this week uh, we, we, we're recording remotely. Uh, for anybody that if that's not note, maybe it's so seamless people don't even notice. Yeah, we're we're both hunkered down. I yeah. love saying hunkering. Yeah, uh, hunker, hunker, hunker. <laughs> you say that whenever you see a hunk on TV, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My wife hates it. <laughs> She's like, I know. Um, we're both hunkered down in our in our own homes, respective homes. We're we not are... in each other's homes. I'm in your home and you're in my home. <laughs> Through a crazy uh, mix of events, <laughs> we've wound up. It's a real trading space, trading places yeah. situation. But it, and uh, you know, we were both in each other's home during a shelter and order command, <laughs> and now we cannot leave. Man, I wish I had a nice 
big house. <laughs> I know. That's all I could think about. Being in a, did you know, I've, I'm, I think I've told you this before, and I think I've mentioned it on our other podcast. For people that don't know, we do another podcast called The Complete Guide to Everything. Um, it's not important. Uh, that the, apparently the number one reoccurring dreams for New Yorkers, New York City dwellers, uh, is uh, finding a secret room in their apartment. Oh, I've had that so many times. Me too. And apparently that's like the most common dream because who couldn't use another secret room in their apartment? Oh, Isn't that weird that that's how all of our brains work? Yep. That, I would love it. Yeah. Um, but right now, like, I know somebody who lives in the city. Um, yeah, me. And... No, 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 different All person. our friends, for the most part. And during this whole kind of, like, hunker down, I love saying hunker, mm-hmm. um, the, this whole situation, they were like, oh, we have friends in the Catskills that have a have a big home. Yeah. Uh, they invited us up there. And then I've been FaceTiming with those people. Mm-hmm. And I've been in my bedroom or in my living room or in my kitchen, which are the only rooms I have <laughs> well, in my home. you could be in the bathroom. Yeah. I don't generally FaceTime from the bathroom. It's a, it's a, it's a matter of courtesy. Um, but uh, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm out at the fire pit. Oh, oh I'm out the, just like in the woods around around the the homestead yeah, here. Yeah, the things that like uh, at least both of us and a lot of our friends like love doing, like sitting around a fire pit, being outside, like our, our city friends uh, to hear that like, oh, during what is now like, uh, you know, 10 times worse living in the city where you can't even really leave your own space. The reason I moved to the goddamn city is because like I can go out and get a hamburger at 2 a.m. And it's like, nope, no, you can't. Not anymore. It's like, well, fuck this. This (laughs) Then why am I living here? I'm not getting any benefit anymore. I go live somebody somewhere 10 miles away. That's three times bigger (laughs) for half the price. Jesus Christ. We're but, all um, getting screwed on this deal. Yeah. I don't know I who mean, made this deal. Once or twice a year, my wife organizes a, a nice retreat yeah. for all of our city friends yeah. to go get a huge house. Well, everybody, in the all wilderness. of our city friends that are part of uh, this new religion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. I couldn't remember the name of that. Uh, Nexium. Nexium. Yeah. But we would all. Uh, How can get you a... forget the name of your wife's religion? <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, we would just go and rent a house, like you know, like eighteen to twenty people, mm-hmm. and then they would just have a fire pit and a lot of woods around there. Yeah, my God, could you imagine right now being like, "All right, I guess this is it. This is what we're doing." All I could think about the other day was. Like the last house we stayed in uh, upstate during one of these religious retreats um, was a uh, a former youth hostel. Mm-hmm. So it was laid out. So it's hostile to youth, <laughs> right? It was kind of laid out like a motel, but inside. Yeah, <laughs> like a uh, 
Sorry, I'm eating falafel. <laughs> the second floor. So the first floor. It was like in a in a western. Yeah, the second. Yeah, like like in a in a bar, a saloon that also had a whorehouse upstairs. Yeah, exactly. Instead of the whorehouse, though, it was where our family slept. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was like all upstairs, like the, the second floor was just a balcony. Uh, so it was, it felt, it was huge, but it felt huge because there was no, if you're in the first floor, I don't know how to explain this, right? If you're in the first floor, the ceiling is two floors up, but then there's a balcony. So it felt like you were out. It felt like a motel or it felt like maybe, um, the, felt like a, the Floridian it, Hotel at Disney World. Yeah, which is currently closed. Yeah. Uh, it felt like that. So it was great. And all I could think about was like, man, if I had a house like that right now, that'd be amazing. I could just tell my family and loved ones and friends like, hey, guess what? I got a dozen rooms up here. Come on up. Come on yeah. up. We'll all be safe here. We'll all be uh, isolating together. And guess what? Like after a few days... Maybe everybody stay in their own room for like the first week. <laughs> but then after that, once we're sure nobody's got anything, uh, we can all hang out and we can all yeah. just be together and we can go outside and there's plenty of room outside. Ah, oh, it's God living in a city is horrible. It's hell. It's hell. It's hell. I wanted a hamburger at 2 a.m. And, and look where this got me. To hell. Yeah. Oh, uh, you talking about, oh, uh, it made me think of something and now I can't remember what it is. Anyway. Cool. Cool. <laughs> no, it made me think about something on YouTube and now I can't remember what it was. It's probably... Well, you better talk about because I'm eating food right yeah, now. Yeah, it was some YouTube video I saw maybe about this kind of thing, but I guess probably not about this kind of thing. I don't know. I watch a lot of weird YouTube videos. I watch a lot of um, uh, Urban Explorer YouTube videos. You ever watch those types of videos? No, I don't even really know what that is. It's like people that go to like uh, uh, closed down shopping malls and amusement parks and like spelunk them, like go and explore Mm. them. There's this one. It was insane. It's this huge uh, Chinese amusement park. That originally when it opened like decades ago, they were in negotiations with Disney. It was going to be like a Disney license park kind of weird. Um, But the I think it was probably part partially because like uh, I know China has a lot of restrictions around um, like uh, things. Certain things can only be done by Chinese companies. So a lot of times like American companies will partner with a Chinese company because that's the only way to actually get in and and do something. Mm -hmm. So Disney was talking about partnering with this company. And like while they were talking, they started building the park. And then like in the last minute, it was like, nah, Disney was like, nah, we don't want to do this. So this company finished the park. (laughs) And it, of course, and it basically looks like they they built like 90% of the park to be a Disney park. And then like at the, in the last month, it was like, shit, we didn't get the Disney deal <laughs> from now on. Everything you can do, try and make it not look exactly like Disney, but it still looks exactly like Disney. Uh, but the park shut down a few years ago. 
So it's like, you know, people exploring like a multi-million dollar fake kind of fake Disney um, that's abandoned. It's really cool. Hmm. Can you post a link to it in the comments? I'll try and remember. No, you won't remember. Uh, You know what? I'm going to put in a note. Fake Disney Park. It'll be in the notes. Look at that. No, it won't. It will. I wrote it down. Yeah, every fucking week you tell me, we talk about no, things. No, usually you I tell say me I wrote it down, but then I didn't. But that time I did write it down. Okay. Tim, speaking of YouTube, we had a little bit of a different episode of uh, Books of Podcasts this week, didn't we? We sure did, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> so, uh, as you all know, we just finished reading, I finished reading Papa, the story of Papa John's uh, by John H. Snodder. We'll find it. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, of course, there's no pop. Not of course. There's no Papa John movie, but that shouldn't be an of course. When I say there's no movie about Papa John's, I hope at home you're saying, really? There isn't? Because there should not be. Not yet. Yeah. Um, Once all this loosens up, we'll start a production on ours. Um, but uh, uh, so because there's not one yet, Tim, you watch... Papa John, John Schnatter's uh, appearance on a, a YouTube podcast called the H3 Podcast. Um, uh, he was on there only a few weeks ago, I believe, uh, for two hours. Early February, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, okay. So Recent enough for them to make some really cringeworthy, in retrospect, jerk yeah. jokes about coronavirus. Right. So uh, six weeks ago at this point now, maybe five, six weeks ago, um, uh, where Papa John appeared to try and clear his name. Yeah. Um, I hated every second of this. First of all, this was two hours of three of the dumbest people I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah. Talking to each other. Yeah, I don't like to normally talk shit about other podcasters, <laughs> but like, oh boy. And these people are way more successful than we are. A thousand times more successful. Yeah, and, and good on them. Like they got Papa John on there. It was it was it was like they asked some questions and, and actually they did ask them some good questions. Mm-hmm. Um however, in the beginning, Papa John was so locked up, right? Yeah, yeah. And it took so long for him to explain that his <laughs> name is John Schnatter. Schnatter. That- yeah, apparently he pronounces it Schnatter. Yeah, not Schnatter. Yeah, which is like, why you? Why would you want it to sound like snot? Why would you want to sound like shat? I'd rather shat than snot. Anyway, and for this host to understand... <laughs> That his name was actually John Schnatter. Mm-hmm. And when he was talking about how he was Papa John, like th- this host could not, he's like, so your name's not John? Yeah. He's the kind of like, you would think like, oh, maybe this guy's stoned, but he's just like that type of dumb that's stoned all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Ah. Uh. He interrupted uh, Papa John at one point. Like, Papa John was telling something, like, kind of interesting. You know what? He's that kind of dumb that just has, like, no attention span. He interrupts constantly. 
Papa John was explaining, I forget what it was, but it was actually like something to me that was interesting, something like fast food industry related. And it was taking him too long to explain something interesting. And obviously this guy got bored and just went, are you pizza Jesus? We're just like, what? Are you fucking stupid? Are you just like a three-year-old? That's not a- Let the man talk about the sauce supply chain, yeah, for Christ's sakes. That's what's interesting. You know what? I hate, hate, hate when people ask like in normal conversations questions like that. Like that's just the worst type of person to have a conversation with where it's like, what? That's just like a dumb question. Like, I don't know what the answer to that is because that's not like a real question. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, you think or you're like... pizza Jesus? This guy thinks he's pizza Jesus. And if you say no, it's like, this guy doesn't think he's pizza Jesus, but he's pizza Jesus. It's just like, this is stupid. It is just nonsense words. Don't just ask questions with nonsense words. Yeah, that guy that guy uh sucked shit. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I don't know. He just kept it if you look at the uh the comments below on, oh, the, I watched, on the YouTube video. I watched it on my TV, so I didn't see the comments. All the comments are like, Stop interrupting him. <laughs> he's telling he's, he was telling the story. Um that that's, said, I think that's what it is, that that's what makes me think he's like a stone guy, because it's like he can't remember what's just happened. Right. He's asking the same questions over and over, but not in a good way. And, you know, I hate to give him credit for it, but Joe Rogan does a good job at this, where Joe Rogan asks questions like as a dumb guy, but then remembers the question he just asked. So then he'll ask another dumb question. Right. But sometimes that's great. We were talking about, we both watched, uh, he had like a, a pandemic expert on. Uh, the one thing that I wish I hadn't watched in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. But it was very interesting. And, and I thought it was great that Joe Rogan asked a lot of questions. Look, I don't know if he was dumb or like just being unpretentious, but I appreciated it. Because he asked questions in like just a very simple way of like, why does this spread so quickly? What can we do? Does right. this work? I heard this works. Does this work? But this guy, this Ethan guy in H3, like he just asked questions that are, it's like, you just asked that question twice. Listen to the answer he's giving you. If you're going to press somebody on something, you have to find a different way to ask the same question. Ethan, this is a matter of life and death. <laughs> yeah. Please uh, listen. Tim, we're on FaceTime, Al. What the hell you're doing? <laughs> Here's the thing. My, uh, my iPad is about to run out of battery. Okay. But none of these cords that I have uh -huh. are, are long enough. Hold on. Hold the whole on. time we're talking, uh, Tim has been eating, and now he 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 keeps moving the iPad. And now he's moved it behind him, but now the iPad just pointed at the ceiling of his bedroom. Hold hold on one <laughs> second. And this is not my bedroom. This is my lounge. <laughs> hold on. I'm j I just need to reconfigure a little Nobody bit. Nobody in New York has a lounge. I, if anything, if I hadn't been to your apartment, I wouldn't be surprised if you said, this is my bedroom slash living room slash kitchen slash bathroom. Hold on. 
Hold on one second. And now Tim just flipping the iPad back and forth. The the aspect ratio is going crazy. These are troubled times. All right, now I'm seeing. I think what is his butt? Crotch. Oh, it's My a cr- crotch. It's a yeah. crotch. Okay. Hold on. Uh, are you almost better situated now? Have you plugged the iPad in? Shut up a second. You you vamp for I'm one trying second. To vamp for once by, in your life, just try to vamp. Save me. I'm trying to vamp by asking you questions. And it, it's, you know, and my questions aren't being answered right now. Are you... Tim appears to be setting up the iPad in such a way that I can see both his place in bed and his wife's place in bed. I think... I think he and his wife are about to get into bed and go to sleep, but Tim's going to keep podcasting unbeknownst to his wife in secret. <sighs> All right. Now everything's plugged in. I'm lounging. This is great. Um, All right. Where should we begin with the with this pot? I guess we already have begun. Uh, we, we did begin it, for the first hour. Let me... They, Okay. Yeah, no, you watched it. Yeah, probably I, I watched more it too. Close. Full disclosure, mm-hmm. I watched it last night, and I fell asleep while watching it, so I had to rewatch a lot of it today. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, so I'm looking at my notes. My first things off the bat, I had three, um, three immediate uh, things I noticed. The first is that he says his name's John Schnatter, not John Schnatter, mm-hmm. which we discuss, which is weird. We've discussed this. Also, we've seen these commercials both a million times, right? The, which ones? The Papa John's commercials. Just the general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Peyton Manning, Papa John. Were you aware that Papa John had a Southern accent? Kind of. He doesn't usually say much. I guess maybe that's what it is, that normally in the commercials, he's just like, at Papa John's. <laughs> so this is definitely this. the most I've heard him talk. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. After watching this, does this, does this interview have a positive, negative, or neutral effect on how you consider Papa John? I would say overall probably slightly negative. Oh, the opposite. Really? Slightly positive for you. Yeah. I think uh, this makes me see him in a a slightly more positive light. See, I thought... Uh, like I kind of, I had him in a little bit of a positive light after reading his book. And this for me, I, I guess we should get this out of the way too. He fundamentally does not understand what he did is wrong. Right. But he was also doing damage control. And I understand, I don't agree with his explanation of, I said the N-word right. in the context of saying that... Colonel saying Sanders the N- said it. Yeah, and saying the N-word would be wrong. But the fact that he understands so implicitly now that you can just say the N-word instead of actually saying the <laughs> right. word, 
makes me wonder. And then at some point, the conversation goes a little off the rails. And he's like, yeah, sure, you'll be out with some people and they'll have some drinks and they'll start <laughs> saying those words. Right. And he's like, <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, what? No, I've never been out to, for drinks with some people where they start saying the N-word because they've had some fucking drinks. And then, like, he seemed to realize that that was the wrong thing. And he was like, of course, I don't, you know, associate with people after that. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. You don't, Papa John. Like, yeah, no, getting drunk is not any kind of excuse to use those words. But I think where where he came off even more negative to me was that he keeps saying, like, I everybody thinks that I said the n-word as me talking but i was quoting colonel sanders which is such a weird thing (laughs) but he doesn't understand that like no but for it is funny that you know his argument is like hey uh my my defense of this is like I've never done anything as bad as Colonel Sanders, who said the N word, but he actually said the N word, right? So this should, so I should be able to come back from from whatever controversy, and that sunk his career. Yet KFC <laughs> is 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 hiring dozens of people to 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 carry on the legacy of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Colonel Sanders stock is still way high. Exactly. They still use Colonel Sanders as their spokesperson. I don't Yeah, who and he died 40 years ago. Yeah. Um and exactly like he didn't he doesn't understand that it's like, well, if you had just said literally verbatim, Colonel Sanders said the N-word and he got over it. But yeah. uh, but he didn't say N-word. He said the actual word. The fact that he thinks people don't understand that when it's like, oh, no, I remember reading that first article and it was very clear how you said it. And that's still not acceptable. That's still not OK. But also beyond that, aside from that, the fact that he keeps talking about being on this PR call and, oh, they kept going back to the race thing with the NFL. It's like, that's why you hired these people because your sales were down because you said the NFL needs to figure out the kneeling thing because I'm losing pizza sales. And people were like, wow, what the fuck? All this guy cares about is his pizza sales, which from reading his, his book, I could have told you that. Yeah. All this guy cares about is his pizza sales. But that he didn't understand, like the sales were down. If he's such a a consummate businessman, sales are down and they're down because of what you said. And now you have hired this PR company to try and figure out a way out of this. And they keep bringing, according to you, bringing this up when it's like, no, that's what their job was. It sounds like you, Papa John, were trying to get onto like, well, what if we had more toppings? (laughs) And they had to keep steering you back to why they were there in the first place. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And a lot of this is weird spin and damage control. I feel like Papa John went into this podcast thinking that there would be a more inquisitive questioner. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He seemed prepared for a lot of questions that were not asked. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like I feel like he had to offer a lot of, a lot of 
but maybe we should talk about this controversy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I I had a little more. That that's why I don't I don't see him a hundred percent more negative from this because like there was some of that where I was like Jesus you know Papa John does not seem like a very smart man and he will tell you he's not a very smart man but he could run circles around these two <laughs> yeah exactly you know what I thought was uh, I think uh, elevated my my. Uh, uh, what am I saying? I'm drunk. I drink so much whiskey. <laughs> like, uh, we, we, which elevate your opinion was... of him, maybe? Yes, opinion. Jesus <laughs> Christ. God damn it. It's tough time stuff. <laughs> I know it is. Like, it's tough times for everybody. Um, Presumably, everybody listening to this right now is drunk at home, too. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, but, uh, <laughs> now I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh no, it's that he didn't he didn't speak ill of his ex wife. Yeah, that when was that, that was pretty up, nice. Yeah, and not even though it's pretty nice because like that's the thing that like anybody should do like a marriage right, ends right, yeah. and like you you want it, but like he's he struck me before this as the type of guy that would be like going all in slash and burn. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Talking shit about his ex wife and. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um and he even didn't do that about the new CEO or whatever. Yeah. Like the RBCO. Like he kind of said like, look, this guy came from Arby's. That's not a pizza place. Like uh I'm sure he did a good job at Arby's, but like this is a different business. Right. But um, he didn't talk shit. Yeah, continue. Uh, I've got No, some. no, no, you're good. You're good. No, I was going to say too, they did a uh a part where they um like uh got some pizzas delivered and then reviewed those pizzas Mm -hmm. and uh hold on tim you're calling me via facetime right now i accidentally closed out facetime i was trying to take a screenshot (laughs) how come i can't answer it on my ipad stop calling me and call me again Okay, stop yelling at me. All right, there it is. All right, now we're on the iPads again. I don't, okay. Thank God. I wanted to take a good shot of us in our Billy Joel shirts. (laughs) I already took a good shot of us in our Billy Joel shirts. There's a button. You don't have to do the regular way. Oh, really? Yeah. If you tap on me and then see there's a button, like a camera shutter button. And then now I'll take a picture. What now? God damn it, Tim. Now I'm looking at the rest of your bedroom. <laughs> I don't think I Stop. have that button. You're too drunk to touch buttons. Don't touch anything. You do have that button. We have. Oh, God damn it. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go um, on. So, um, Papa John. Oh, God damn it. I forget. This thing was so boring and it went up for two hours and I hated every second of it. And we're struggling now to fill up enough time. Oh, all right. Here's something. All right. Yeah. You were saying like he didn't. Oh, I was going to say he didn't shit on. At some point they got pizzas delivered and he he rated them and he was like, he stuck to his scale of ratings. He had printouts with him. Yeah, the the perfect 10 pizza scale. 
Exactly. Wait, f- straight from his book. Who nice do you think? Uh, who do you think photocopied those for him? Does he have a personal assistant? He must, right? Yeah, he's got his own staff because, like, he's invested in a lot of other places, and he also like said at a certain point, like, "Yeah, I cashed out four hundred million dollars in Papa John shares, right? And I still have like seventeen percent of the company or whatever." Man, so you yeah, imagine? he's rich enough to hire a personal assistant. I would think. <laughs> It's probably an, an He's unpaid intern. He's kind of cheap enough to not, though. Yeah, it's probably an unpaid intern. <laughs> um, I would be his intern, unpaid, <laughs> for like six months. You would not last six months. You would do it for maybe half a week. What do you mean? I'd just print off pictures of pizza off the internet. <laughs> um, but but he rated some of the pizzas. He gave them an eight, eight and a half. And he's like, this is, yeah, this is good enough to sell. Like, I... I if I came into a store when I was in charge and I saw this, I'd be fine. I was so pissed at the host of this fucking podcast. who was like, we got five pizzas. Oh, it's just occurring to me. We got five of them from the same place. We should have gotten them from five different stores. Yeah, no like, shit, you fucking yeah, moron. No shit, idiot. What are, you, uh, what are you even doing this exercise for? Yeah. It's the same guy that made all these pizzas. Yeah. Um, and especially it's like right now their sales are down. So these were definitely like all, yeah, it was all the same people working on these at the same time. Yeah. Um, so they all had the same things right and wrong for the most part. I'll tell you what, Papa's, uh, uh, system for spot checking pizzas in the stores is more complicated than that. He's not just order five pizzas from the same store. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, in the YouTube comments, somebody did say that they worked for Papa John's, mm-hmm. a franchise that uh, like five years ago or so, the Papa himself came and visited. Yeah. Walked around, shook everybody's hand, um, which at, at, in the before times, that was what you did, <laughs> um, and uh, asked everybody their name. And then, like, five hours later, went back and, like, remembered everybody's name. Huh. So, at the very least... Why did uh, he come back five hours later? A surprise visit? Yeah, just to, just to show off how he remembered all their names, presumably. <laughs> uh, I've been at an Apple store when Steve Jobs came to visit. He didn't ask anybody's names, nor would he have remembered them. <laughs> oh, God. You were lucky that... Uh, that... No, he was, I've told this story before, but he was like making a beeline towards me. And I was at uh, the Fifth Avenue store, which I did not normally work at. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to say this, man. Oh, I actually don't work at this store. And that's not going to be what he wants to hear when I don't know the answer to his question. Um, but he would uh, he would hang out upstairs, I was told. So, like, nobody, after he left, people were still on pins and needles because it was like, yeah, one time we thought he left and he was upstairs staring at the cube by himself for a couple of hours and then he came back and yelled at us for taking checks. (laughs) What a wonderful (laughs) maniac he was. But it makes me wonder if Papa John, if it's the same thing where, like, he comes in for a visit and he's like, all right, bye. And he comes back a few hours later to, to, to go, aha. No, actually, here here's the uh, here's here's the story. Okay. It's from Franklin Collective. About ten years ago, mm-hmm. 
I worked at a Papa John's, and Papa John was coming to town to meet the chain of franchises uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. A few people from each store drove down to the corporate office to take a photo with him. He introduced him. He introduced he introduced himself to everyone. Yeah. Hours later, back at work. Oh, sh- I see. He showed up at the store, uh, and uh, t- to take a tour. Mm-hmm. And he remembered everyone's name from earlier that day. Yeah. Very cool and really crushed it as far as his image goes to an hourly worker, which is kind of cool. You know what? You know who Papa John reminds me of? Who? George. Uh, D- Jesus? George W. Bush. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> like George W. Bush, that's what everybody says about him. Like, boy, he remembers everybody's names and things about them. And like, if you met him... You would walk away like, man, that guy's awesome. That guy's the nicest guy. Piece of shit in the way that he, <laughs> like, goes about his business. The, yeah. Exactly. But if you met him, you'd love him forever. Right. That's kind yeah. of what what how he strikes me. I mean, uh, Bill Clinton was known as that kind of a guy too. Like, remembered everybody's name. Was very good personally. Like Bill Clinton, people don't you know, look back on with as much disdain as George W. Bush, George, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. He started two wars. (laughs) No, but I think they're both going pretty well right now. (laughs) Any day now they're going to turn around, (laughs) but that's what everybody said. Like that he, and that's what Papa John always struck me as like, Oh, I'd love to get a beer with this guy. I would not want to work for him. Yeah. Or Yeah. Uh, I also have in my notes that he says Louisville a lot, but, um, oh, this also reminds me that he mentioned that if you say, if you like see it, not anymore, I presume, but in previous, in the before times, the before times uh, now also referring to before Papa John was fired, (laughs) the before, before times that if you saw him in the street and you're like, Hey Papa. And you're like, can I get a picture with you? He would happily oblige. And then also give you a $10 off coupon, mm, uh, like right. a card, um, which reminded me of, uh, uh, the one time that I've met, uh, people from the Apple podcasting team and had a, like a meeting with them. Uh, they all, they gave me an Apple gift card afterwards and I was like, this what? is awesome. I've met them too. I've never gotten an Apple gift card. Well, maybe they weren't. Maybe it's only when they're impressed with you. What did you buy? Uh, episodes from early seasons of NBC's <laughs> The Office? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I bespoke, not an Apple gift card, an iTunes gift card. <laughs> but still, I was like, I've, you know, I've had to be in a lot of meetings in my day, and nobody's ever given me a present at the end. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let alone a present that's most like basically cash. Although, the one thing is, like, Papa John said he gave $10 off cards, and I was like, that's not a gift card. $10 off how much of a purchase? $10 <laughs> off a $50 purchase? Nobody's ever spent $50 at Papa John's, <laughs> so that's not a real nice thing to give somebody. Uh, another thing that I noticed, I don't know if you noticed this. I uh, didn't take notes because I got so bored. <laughs> he was pressed... Um, if, uh, you know, they, they asked him about his divorce. He was very nice and didn't say anything bad. Um, but then they asked him if he's dating 
And he gave the kind of answer that was like very like, like, yeah, I want to talk about, but sure. Um, where I'm like, I can't tell if this guy has not been on a single date or if he's like currently has five girlfriends <laughs> that yeah. he's juggling. It was like that kind of an answer of like, Hey, I really don't want to talk about this. I don't want to embarrass myself either way, though, so I'll give, like, a sly answer. Let the papa have his privacy, is what I say. Well, but so they were asked, and I would notice, I, I did note that Papa John isn't limiting the age of people he'd date. <laughs> he was asked about that, like, oh, what age range would you, like... Would you date somebody who's like younger than you, significantly younger? And he was like, hey, look, I've met people who are, you know, 45 and act like they're, you know, a teenager. Right, and I've right. met people who are 25 and act like uh, he, I think he said 30. Like, Well, I'm, he's half a billionaire. Like, uh, yeah, he's going to date someone extremely he's young. He's going to date somebody in college. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. We all look the other way when Jerry Seinfeld did it. Let's give Papa John the same. Jerry, look, I didn't look the other way. I was the same age as uh, Shoshana, I think, <laughs> when he was dating her. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we were even younger. Yeah, there. I think so we were, we're like, younger. Yeah, they're all grownups. Yeah, maybe that's why it didn't. But yeah, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld was dating a 17-year-old that was currently in high school when he was, what, 35, 36? Mm-hmm. They like close to the age 38, we, I think. 38? I mean, mm -hmm. I'm 38. I could not imagine dating a 17 year old person and having anything in common with them, let alone not feeling like a fucking creep. Yeah, true. Uh, I don't know, but maybe, uh, maybe if you committed to taking them to the prom, it wouldn't be so weird. <laughs> Sure. If some, well, if, if a girl, even nowadays when I'm in a relationship, if a girl asks me on the to go to the prom, I've got to say yes. I'm a gentleman above all else. Hmm. Uh, I also I, got, I have I have nothing else to say about this episode. I was just all right. So I have a, I have a few more notes. Then I can I can lead from here on in. Like I, okay. always, like I always do. Yeah, I know. Can we wrap this up, though? <laughs> uh, Papa was asked if he had the biggest house in Kentucky, and he said he wasn't sure. That's total bullshit. If you have anywhere near the biggest house in Kentucky, you are sure if you have the biggest house in Kentucky or if you don't. Yeah, exactly. Like if somebody, when he bought it, it was the biggest house in Kentucky. If somebody has since built a bigger house, fucking Papa John has heard about it. And he could say, oh, I don't have the biggest house anymore. This, you know, uh, oil baron moved in and they've got the biggest house. Uh, he says he, he, nowadays he eats eight to nine slices of pizza a week. When he was uh, working at Papa John's, it was 12 to 15 to not be eating at Papa John's and still eating an entire pizza a week. That's a lot. Yeah. But then he said, pizza is actually very nutritious and very healthy. No, it's not. It's a cheese delivery system. And no, that's all it is. He said it's very nutritious and healthy because how can, where else can you get like 300 calories from a slice of something? <laughs> you, he basically said like, it's healthy because it's very, calorically dense 
But that's not, I mean, I guess if, like, it's the, like, right now, maybe. Yeah, right now, I'd kill for a Papa John's pizza. <laughs> Are they still open? Probably, right? For takeout, yeah, takeout and delivery, I would assume. Yeah, well, uh, nobody's ever fucking sat at Papa John's and eaten. <laughs> no, they stopped, Tim, don't you remember from the book, they stopped building the dining areas for that reason. Yeah, because it's depressing. Uh, he didn't put it that way. Um, oh, then just more talk about, uh, what he said on the call. And he said, if anything, it's anti-racist. <laughs> exactly. Look, if you ever find yourself saying the phrase, if anything, it's anti-racist, you, nope, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're wrong and you've already lost. Um, uh, uh, oh, he, uh, he frequently referred to, uh, past CEO, Steve Ritchie is a traitor. Steve Ritchie is the guy from the book that I was talking about that uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the the senior from high school that tried to make his own pizza shop and it failed. So then he became a Papa John's customer service person. He'd been working for the Papa for over 20 years. And apparently yeah. he was the Judas. He was the, the one that stabbed Papa in the back. Well, it happens to the best of us. Uh, he said he wanted the FBI to be called over extortion, extortion from the PR firm. Yeah, wh- what were they called? They were called like laundry uh, service. Laundry service. That's a, that's a pretty good uh, PR firm. Oh, for like a crisis. I ass- mm. well, it actually sounds like they weren't a crisis PR firm because yeah. they were like buying the commercial spots and everything, like buying the media for the commercial and everything. Um. But yeah, that is a good name for a uh, a media company, I think, Laundry Service. Um, But also, he claimed that they extorted him, that they said, uh, like, look, we we recorded. So he said Steve Ritchie fired them the next day, and that had nothing to do with him saying the N-word on the call. (laughs) Of course. Um, And that he, that Papa was mad because he was like, well, of course, they're going to think that we fired him because I said the N-word and they kind of called me out on it on the call. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But because um, that's not actually what he said. It was just like this call was bad and they're going to think they were fired over this. Um, so it doesn't make sense that they were fired that day. Um, but then he claims that they later tried to extort Papa John's that they were like, look, you owe us $6 million. And if you don't give it to us, we're going to release, we're going to, you know, talk about this tape. Yeah. But then he was like, we did owe them $2 million. (laughs) Right. And it's like, so, and the way he put it, it sounded like you were behind on $2 million of payment and you had a contract for six million (laughs) dollars right so like i totally get these people being like hey listen assholes like we can take you to court over the money you owe us that's gonna cost both of us a lot of money let's cut to the chase if you don't pay us we're gonna destroy your company (laughs) and the thing is in retrospect what a dumb fucking thing to not just pay them the six million dollars yeah that's nothing they they and papa john's have lost so much value in their stock alone that that six million is pennies and especially when they were already owed that money yeah just pay them the money there was 40 minutes of this interview which was just the machinations of who he was mad about over the <laughs> fact 
that like he lost his job over saying the n word. Right. Um. And who so didn't many protect like, him enough? And yeah, who who stabbed him in the back? And there were meetings that he went to thinking that they were about something else, and then there was something else. It's just like. All right, we get it. You said the N-word on tape, and you tried to suppress it. <laughs> right, and, and it didn't work. And it didn't work. Because you were trying need... to be cheap. Somebody somebody told you what was going to happen if you didn't pay him, and you thought, it's fine. <laughs> you called their bluff, and you were wrong. <laughs> exactly. That's literally what it was. You called their bluff. You didn't think people were going to... You thought people were going to understand, oh, it's in the context of Colonel Sanders saying it. And people do understand that, and it's still a wrong thing to do, and you still don't get that. And, yeah. And, like, honestly, even if you were in the right, you still should have just paid the $6 million. You'd still be the CEO. The stock wouldn't have tanked. Everybody would have been much happier. But you yep. tried to stiff somebody on a bill, which like it seems like he's the kind of shithead that would do that. Yeah. He talked he was trying to spin the Obamacare thing about 14 cents per pizza. Oh yeah. And like he was trying to spin it as like, no, I thought it was a good thing, but I was just telling like our board that that's he no. He like sp- he had fucking Mitt Romney at his house in 2012 doing a fundraiser talking about how uh, Obamacare would be like the worst thing that ever happened to him. Of course, he's not giving the, oh, it's 14 cents. It's great. I'm all for it. Full I'm, still, I'm still pro Papa John. <laughs> well, what about this, Tim? He said that he still talks to Peyton Manning on a need-to-know basis. But that means Peyton Manning doesn't answer his fucking calls yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because why would he? He's like, oh, I'm not getting paid by you guys anymore. Although I will say uh, Papa John did have nice things to say about uh, Shaquille O'Neal and was actually saying because Shaquille O'Neal is now a board member and like semi spokesperson. Mm -hmm. And Papa John did say he's like, no, they should be using Shaq like as their spokesperson for everything. He's absolutely right about that. Yeah, of course. Everybody loves Shaq. Like, yeah, do all the commercials with Shaq. Uh, and like, so there were a few things Papa was stubbornly stupid about, but there were a few things that was kind of surprised that he was like, oh yeah, since they fired me, Shaquille O'Neal's joined the board and does some commercials. I love Shaq. He's great. I've never met him. They should have him doing all the commercials. And it's like, yeah, all right. That's like, that advice makes sense. And like, you're not being petty towards the entire company you do actually have some like decent ideas for what they should be doing different and i agree with him about this papadilla garbage papadilla Hmm. like no come on just pizza that's what people like pizza make the pizzas a little cheaper maybe i thought you said the papadilla last week was was pretty good i've never had one i wouldn't say that it looks pretty good <laughs> um, uh, he even had nice things to say about competitors, including Little Caesars. Yeah, I love Little Caesars. I'm a Little Caesars man. You know this about me now, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the thing, what like the thing is, Little Caesars is like they are the cheap pizza place. They have yeah, the cheapest and what he price. said was like for their price point, they are phenomenal. Yeah, which is like a very nice thing to say. That he's like, no, nah, that's what they're competing on. And, uh, and I think like, you know, I don't think he actually does this, but like Papa John's thing is like, 
we compete on quality. That's how we think we're better than Pizza Hut and Domino's. They're not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe they are. I haven't had a Pizza Hut or Domino's pizza in a long time. Maybe they're just complete garbage and Papa John's actually is better. Um, actually I could see that because I've had a, a mini personal pan pizza from like a pizza hut Taco Bell and those things suck shit. I mean, that's, Oh yeah. Pizza hut's done that. That's basically a microwave pizza. So I can see like, yeah, compared to that Papa John's does have quality. I mean, I always forget too that like not everywhere's New York city. Hey, everywhere, uh, should be New York city. No, but like. Yeah, when I was in Maryland, I ate Papa John's all the time. Like, it was the best pizza you could get. When I was in New York City, I ate (laughs) Papa John's all the time. Yeah, because it came with garlic butter. Yeah. Ooh, boy. I mean, what would kill me now was was my lifeblood 15 years ago. You did say that they've, they've slightly changed the recipe, and I was curious to hear more about... Yeah, but then that doofus was like, are you fucking pizza Jesus? (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that I think that wraps up my thoughts about this. Uh, I think we've talked too much about Papa John in the last five weeks. Yeah. Oh, wh- you know what? Unless he does, excuse me, something real crazy. I don't want to hear about him ever again. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully uh, we'll never have to hear about him again. Yeah. Next week, we're back to the classics. Yeah. I'll put up a poll. Um, hopefully it'll be up by the time you hear this. Yeah. You'll get an email about it. You have nothing else to do, so go vote on it. I have, we'll an, idea. It on our I have an idea about a book you should read. <laughs> oh, yeah? The Bible? Yeah. <laughs> You've always been telling me to, to, to read the Bible, Tom. No, Tim, it's called Dianetics, and it's a manual for the brain. I tried reading Dianetics. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We both tried reading Dianetics. Yeah, I can't make sense of it. I have my I have my copy within arm's reach for some reason <laughs> right now. <laughs> No, uh, I'll entertain your idea uh, off off the air. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put it on you on the air. Okay, um, I do. Before we want to leave, uh, before we leave, I do want to say uh, thank you to all of our patrons. Um, yeah, you guys thank you are very much wonderful. I hope that um, we are uh, providing some uh, good cheer during these uh, weird times yeah um and feel free to reach out to us email us the complete guide to everything at gmail.com i don't know with what but <laughs> but i don't know i just well, feel like we're we're here for you guys and, i was uh, i was gonna say too like uh during these tough times we really appreciate uh having you patreon followers but also like if if things are tough for you right now no questions asked if you have to cancel like we we totally get whoa whoa whoa, whoa. we'll discuss this. <laughs> Normally we do an exit interview. <laughs> no, but I mean shit's hard. We get it. Yeah, shit's hard, but we really appreciate you. Yeah, uh, sticking but around if, and... but if shit's not hard for you, if you're Gal Gadot in your uh, uh, glass mansion, maybe up your donation because things aren't great for me and Tim. Things are fine for me and Tim. So yeah, we're far. fine. Yeah, don't worry about us. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. And uh, 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 please uh, do all the things that they say to do and uh, stay safe out there. Isn't, is that the way you normally sign off books of podcasts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been saying that for like three years. All right. We'll see you next week. Vote. Vote on Patreon, not in the elections. <laughs> it's not safe. 
Goodbye. Thank you.